Cairo Radio was paid a fee to air the following program. All information discussed on the following program is for general information purposes only and does not constitute legal advice or create an attorney-client relationship. Prior to acting on any legal matter, you should seek legal advice from a qualified legal attorney who can evaluate your situation and advise you accordingly. Welcome to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Your Partner in Law is brought to you in part by the law firm Gregorick & Associates PLLC. Charting your course to a secure future. Your Partner in Law starts now. Here's your host, Rick Gregorick. Hey, good morning and welcome to Your Partner in Law. I'm attorney Rick Gregorick of the law firm of Gregorick & Associates and... Speaking of Gregory and Associates, we've got Scott Ralston this morning. Good morning, Scott. Good morning, Rick. It's all awake and bright-eyed and bushy-tailed for the beautiful sunny day. It's gorgeous. Oh, uh, I can't wait. Cinco oh, de Mayo. I can't wait to get out of here and get some outdoor activities and then eat some burritos. Uh-oh. <laughs> Stand clear. Hey, well, you know, not to bring everybody uh, down or anything, but, you know, May, in addition to many other things... Um, is Elder Law Awareness Month, and the National Academy of Elder Law Attorneys, of which uh, we're members, of course, um, really is trying to get the word out and trying to, you know, make awareness of how prevalent elder abuse is. And like many other forms of abuse to child abuse and spousal abuse and things like that, most of this goes on behind closed doors. It goes on in isolation. And it's very difficult to um, uncover. And, Scott, you know, you've dealt with so many of these cases over the years that last week, you know, when Ted was on, we were talking about things. And it really seemed to boil down to a couple of key factors when we're looking at, you know, abuse. And not that we can simplify it as a very complex issue, but there seem to be some common threads, at least, that at least are telltale signs that need to be followed up on in some investigation. Maybe it's okay, maybe not, but, you know, we need to look at it. But one of the key things seems to be that the senior is isolated, that somehow someone, whether it's a family member or a caregiver or a neighbor, Someone close to that person or who has become close to them somehow starts maneuvering them and isolating either family members or other close friends. This has been a huge problem, and we've seen this over and over. And as you say, this is one of the common threads. And then, of course, the other common thread is some level of diminished capacity. You know, diminished capacity can come on extremely suddenly via a stroke or you know, a side effect from a heart attack, or it can come on slowly, which I believe is probably more common as a result of just the aging process. And that that diminished capacity, coupled with the need for help, um, loneliness, uh, just susceptibility uh, to being uh, unduly influenced, and then someone coming along that is going to, quote, help. And that person who, quote, helps them starts to isolate them. It can be a caregiver, a family member. Um, uh, it, it can be a neighbor. I mean, all of these are uh, examples of things that I have dealt with where people uh, have become isolated and other individuals have come forward and said, hey, I'm concerned about 
this. And like I say, it's it's a combination typically of diminished capacity on some level and then the individual beginning to be isolated. Yeah, there are so many different types of abuse if we think about it. Um, and some of them, people sometimes don't always think about abuse. But for a senior, an elder person who is relying on someone else, for some of their more significant personal activities of daily living just to get by you know these things are tough on our dignity and therefore you know people are kind of in an extremely vulnerable position and just verbal abuse you know over and over and over again seems to you know really weigh on people and one of the things that you know i think we've seen a lot in our practice scott is where there's a lot of family um, sibling rivalry, the conflict between the children, and that conflict carries through to the elderly parent where each kid somehow is playing mom against each of the other kids, and this has just created some of these horrible situations. Yeah, this is this is a very, very common scenario, and I mean, I can set it up, and I, this is very much the pattern and something that we see constantly is is you will have the... You know, let's say there's three children in the family, and two of them are fairly successful. They they they've done well. They've got jobs. They're fairly stable. And then you have that third child that never really launched. Um, and and maybe they've had money problems. They've had maybe substance abuse problems. They haven't gotten the education. They haven't had the career path that the other two children have had. And therefore, they have lingered. They've stuck around. Like sometimes there's almost a little tiny feeling of entitlement there, isn't in, 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 it? Yeah. Jealousy. And so, so, so what what we see oftentimes, and this is this again, very much the pattern, is is that that child will be the child that helps mom and dad, and that child will be the one that's always been helped out by mom and dad, and then as mom and dad start to lose their capacity. Um, that child will take advantage of that situation in a number of different ways. They'll get themselves on the accounts. They'll print off, um, you know, powers of attorney and wills from the internet. They'll get mom and dad to sign these these estate plans, these powers of attorney, and, and everything advantages themselves. And they begin to just exploit mom and dad, and they continue to drain their accounts and live off of them. And, you know, all the while, the other siblings are on the outside, and as mom and dad become much sicker, uh, say say dad passes away, and, and when dad passes away, mom cannot handle financial affairs. She really hasn't handled them for several years. Um, and now what's happening is all three children, the other two that have been kind of on the sideline, are coming forward. And and this is the conflict that you see. And all of a sudden, we're peeling back this onion, and, you know, sometimes, you know, the kids, you know, are out of the area. They haven't been yeah, really paying attention. Yep. Then, then there's an event of some sort, whether it was one of the, you know, couple, you know, in a couple that one died, one got more sick, one was risked off to the hospital. Something that brings the family together, and then someone says, "What is going on?" And we start looking at it. Of course, by this time, I mean one of the things that we always look at, and that I always see, that is kind of one of these telltale signs that. You know, a person, like you said, it's slower. It's the dimming of the light bulb. They're getting, you know, our cognitive abilities are dimming a little bit, getting worse. We're, we're there, but we're not and try and easily swayed. I mean, this is the vulnerability part. And all of a sudden, you know, we find that one of the urges of so many children is to let their, to tell their parent, well, 
let's get the house. Give me the house now. Deed the house over to me now. We see this over and over and over, and I would say 90% of the time or better, it is a mistake. It's wrong. It's self-serving. It's conflict of interest. And yeah, yet- there's, there's, there's three things that I will see. Fairly common. Again, you know, every scenario is a little different, but they all have commonalities to them. I will see, going back to my scenario with the three children and the one child that has been around town, the, the child that failed to launch, that child, number one, they will have gotten title to the house. Number two, you will see large transfers. You'll see, you know, 10,000, 20,000, 50,000. You'll see large transfers over, you know, the, the time that mom and dad have declined in their capacity. And then the other thing that you will see is that they will be on the accounts and they'll have their own debit card, possibly their own credit card. And so in addition to the large amounts of money that are being transferred out of the account for their own benefit, you will see monthly expenses that are significant, oftentimes thousands of dollars every single month. And, you know, mom and dad are sitting at home um, and and they've got, you know, cable and their utilities and they spend a little money going out every once in a while. But then you look at their credit card bills and you look at their debit accounts and you've got, you know, Starbucks and, you know, all kinds of different, you know, Nordstrom's and, you know, all these expensive types of uh, stores and services that mom and dad never really, that wasn't their thing. They were always very conservative. They were always very tight with their money. They watched their pennies. They didn't spend money on those types of luxuries in life. And you'll see those in the accounts. And that's the kind of financial exploitation that we're talking about. You know, and, and, and so one of the things we really want to stress here on your partner-in-law is, folks, for yourself, as you age, you need to build in some checks and balances, if you will, into your estate planning. You need to do your estate planning because without estate planning, that's where a lot of these things will run afoul because you haven't had the benefit of going in and speaking with an attorney about your situation, about the proper choice of who you put in charge and your powers of attorney and your trust and your all these things that people are going to be taking care of your money and your very decisions on your, your medical decision. These are really, really, really important decisions, and it comes up over and over and over again that, you know, abuse predominantly is at the hands of family members. It is a very significant percentage of it. abuse of the power of attorney is right there at the forefront. Right. And and so there's a lot of things that you can do to avoid these things. Is there one uh, answer for everyone that will prevent this? Absolutely not. And everybody that does estate planning, they still have the potential to be susceptible. However, as we have talked about often on the show, planning early, planning often, uh, and then also making sure that that plan is known, okay? So so family member meetings, et cetera. So, you know, when you get your plan together in your, you know, your 60s, as opposed to waiting until you're well into your 70s when you're, you know, potentially beginning to lose your capacity. And, and all of your children know what your plan is. All of your children have a copy of the plan. You've had some family meetings or family discussions. The, uh, the ability for that child to come in and exploit you is much less, number one, because everybody knows what the plan is and the plan has been in place for years. And then number two, the, the, what you want 
and all of the safety protections that you want would be designed into that plan. You know, and it really it's just critical to put this in there. And, you know, really, folks, we're talking about what we talk about in the big picture, in the big, big picture on the national level and everything. We're talking about transparency into, you know, if, if I'm the elder, I'm the senior who's being taken care of, someone who's taking care of me and they're writing my checks and paying my bills, I need to make sure that someone's looking at them. That's right. Uh, you know, a check and balance that someone else is looking at the accounting that doesn't have maybe a horse in the race. You know, we have certain clients that situations where they send their accounting into the law firm every month. Well, and that is reviewed and then it's disseminated to the siblings and it just, you know, it avoid problems where before exactly. everyone was just fighting. Everybody was, well, what about that expense? What about this one? And why did you spend that? And why this? And, you know, some things get hard as we get older and we need to do that before we take break though i did want to just make mention if you do suspect elder abuse and you're just not sure what to do with it uh calling adult protective services you can call 1-800-END-HARM that's 1-800-END-HARM which is 363-4276 and they'll get just started and walk you through and, it. And you can also do it online. Pure immunity. As well. You can do it online, all kinds of places. Hey, when we get back, we'd love to take your phone calls at 888-973-5476. 888-973-5476. Your partner in law with Rick and Scott will be right back. My dad would always say the three worst words in the English language were shoulda, coulda, and woulda. So many people with retirement right around the corner or in the middle of it have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas facing them. They're not proactive. You didn't take care of the will. You didn't take care of the trust. They didn't do what was needed to do when it came to real estate and taxes. So right now, let's avoid the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and call Rick Gregorick. Rick Gregorick is my estate planner. I sat down with Rick, explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or a charitable trust, real estate or taxes. It is so complicated. You've got to rely on an expert like Rick, who is so kind and knowledgeable about all of it. So be proactive. Take control of your life now. You can schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick, my estate planner, yourpartnerinlaw.com. I have to tell you what a relief for my wife and me when we got signed up for long-term care coverage. The more I learned about the fact that nearly three out of four of us will need some form of long-term care in our retirement, there are so many issues at play. For some people, they can't afford afford it and they become a burden on their friends and family. For others, you do have money set aside, but it wipes out everything you've saved. And maybe most importantly, it's about having a plan so all your children have to do is carry out your wishes and not be a burden on them. That's why I love the advice my wife and I got from Brian Ott and 525 Advisors. We started by going to one of Brian's free classes, and that's what I recommend you do. Find out about all the different plans they offer. Brian does have a couple classes coming up, May 18th and 20th in Belgium. Seating will be limited, so reserve your spot right now at 525longtermcare.com. You'll get a free copy of Brian's book, too. Go to 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Retirement. What does it mean to you? Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? 
Could there be stormy seas ahead? Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregrick & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning. I am so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. Call today for your free consultation, 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. You can also sign up for a partner-in-law event. Just go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and find the elder law or estate planning course that's best for you. You can register for both events by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com, yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now back to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregory on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. All righty, that doesn't get you awake. I'm not sure what will. That sounds really great. Hey, we got a Mariners game following us, folks, so hang in there all the way to the end, and then we're going to get the uh, Mariners on, and uh, hopefully they're going to break that nasty losing streak. But... We'll see, huh? Come on, guys. Go, well, we, got the, we got the Sounders. They're doing pretty well right now, too. They yeah. played yesterday, so they're, well, they're we're, doing good. we got to keep moving along. You know, Scott, we've been talking about uh, the first break. We talked about, you know, fiduciary breaches of duty, people taking advantage of seniors. Uh, so much is financial, but we have emotional abuse, physical abuse, isolation. You know, we've had Carrie Kasem up here. We've talked to her about her issues over the years. Yep. Things just yeah, keep going on and on and on. And we need to, you know, this is about awareness, folks. And if each of you that are listening today would, you know, take a friend, tell somebody, do something about this. Um, This is a terrible problem we have. I mean, every place you look about elder abuse, it's an epidemic by all standards. And it's one where it's uh, really being significant on a worldwide basis. There's about 900 million people over the age of 60 right now. Within the next 20 years, it's going to be over 2 billion over 60 from, you know, more than doubling. And the stress that's going to put on the socioeconomic fabric and then but brings in all these other issues of elder care and dementia. Those things aren't going away. We haven't got cures for them yet. I don't know that they're on the horizon for most of us. And it's just really hard. So all of us have to sit there and somehow choose other folks typically from among our sphere of influences, our family and friends, um, trusted people to make medical and financial decisions to where they're going to have the integrity and the honesty and the ability to not dip into the cookie jar, so to speak, because this is so prevalent where we see so many times where the person that mom or dad or grandma and grandpa has chosen to help them, the person that they've chosen oftentimes has, let me just say, life challenges. You had said earlier, oftentimes they're the one who never got a full launch in life. Yeah. I think there was a movie about that. <laughs> but there was. Did, didn't just quite get there. And there's, you know, maybe there's been some, you know, financial dependency over the years. Maybe there's been some substance abuse very prevalent. Let's not put our head in the sand there. That's a huge, huge problem. And then, but that person's always around for you. You know, they've been kind of running the errands and they'll take you shopping and get you a grocery. They've kind of been there. 
But now as your capacity goes down, your vulnerability goes up, and there's that money sitting there, and the free and easy access. And Scott, you need, what do you do now? Now so, what and, happens? And the other, a couple other things that have to be kept in mind is, is maybe over the years you you wanted to help that child, and you didn't, you know, really have an issue with helping that child, and you you kind of knew because I mean certainly some parents treat different children differently. But one of the things is, is now you're now you're well into your retirement, and your funds are going down, and you're spending down, and you need that money. So you can't afford to continue to do this type of activity. Um, so, so that's another factor. But yet, that that child continues to take advantage of that situation. So we it talked really earlier. That, that's about, kind of this enabling thing, you know. It is the, like it you is. said, you've been helping a person for a long time. And one of the common ones is, well, you're just letting them live at the house. And not pay rent, and not pay utilities, and not contribute to the groceries. Well, as we become a senior, if our resources are dwindling, and we don't have that, that in and of itself can give rise to exploitation. Correct, and and also you know the other problem that a lot of people run into. We talked about it earlier. That transfer of that house, you start running into Medicaid issues as well. Now, how do you avoid this? Okay, we talked a little bit about it earlier, is is planning early, planning often. The other way to avoid this, and, and we are very, very proponents of this because there's so much, you know, do-it-yourself out there. When you, when you do it yourself uh, using some sort of form online and, and doing the download, you don't actually have the interaction that you need to have with an attorney to talk about what it is that you, your situation is. There are also complexities within our plans uh, that provide you with protections, which I don't believe you will find, nor will you necessarily even think about if you're trying to do this on your own. So the do-it-yourself plan, which is oftentimes a a choice that people do, is a danger. Um, We've had many, many do-it-yourself plans that have the unintended consequences or they're just quite simply all wrong. But back to that interaction with the attorney, sitting down and having that hard conversation, that's one of the things that we talk about with our clients when they have adult children is, okay, what is your family dynamics? And we'll get, oh, you know, they get along and like, okay, we need to talk about this a little bit further. And so we talk about it and we explore, you know, those issues and we have that honest conversation with our clients. and. Even after that honest conversation, they still may want a child or some of their children to be their decision makers. Fine. Ultimately, it is the client's choice. You know, what we as attorneys do is we talk with the client about their situation and what their options are. And once they make that choice, we work within that choice. The other thing that we will do under those situations is we'll talk with them about having different types of protections like monthly accountings. So often I get these these do it yourself plans and they they have my my trustee or my power of attorney will not have an obligation to account. Why? Well, Why would you off, avoid that? It's now state law that they right. account. So those things are void, but they're still in most of the contracts. They're still most in of the most powers of, the of attorney. And that, we'll talk about that when we get back from break. And that's one of the problems on buying forms offline or buying things. They're not necessarily, they might not be, you know, they may be conforming with Washington law, but completely out of date. And, and, and they just may problem. be inappropriate. Right. Hey, folks, if you'd like to call us about your estate and elder planning or any issues you have, have, uh, and we can help you with that. 888-973-5476. That's a Cairo KTTH on air line right now, right now live with Rick and Scott. 888-973-5476. We'll be right back. 
Have you ever wondered what would happen to you or your loved ones or your business if you were incapacitated tomorrow or if you died prematurely? None of us plan on it, but not addressing these issues can be catastrophic to your finances, your family, and your business. Hi, this is attorney Rick Gregory, host of Your Partner in Law, right here on Cairo Radio every Sunday morning at 8. Elder or estate planning is necessary for all of us, regardless of our wealth or lack of wealth. So whether your estate is large or small, you simply must have a proper legal life plan in place to protect you, your loved ones, and your business. For your free estate or elder law planning consultation, give us a call today at 425-284-3450. At Gregorick & Associates, my staff and I will take the time necessary to understand your needs and recommend the best plan for you and your family. Call us today at 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450 or go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. This is Michael Medved. Financial experts will tell you that you should have a plan in place for the high cost of long-term care. If your plan consists of using your savings to pay for any long-term care needs in the future, then take a moment to contact 525 Advisors. 525 Advisors are the local long-term care experts. They will show you how to set up an asset-based plan using a portion of your existing savings. Now, this way you maintain control of your money and you're guaranteed to get your money back even if you don't need long-term care. For every dollar you put in today, 525 Advisors will show you how to get 3 to $4 back in tax-free long-term care protection. Call 525 Advisors today to learn how you can put a portion of your savings to work and protect your family and the rest of your assets from the high costs of long-term care. Call today at 425-748-8188. That's 425-748-8188 at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Sometimes big events in your life are all of a sudden cause you to wake up and realize you should start planning for the future. I lost my dad a little over a year ago to cancer, and I remember thinking to myself, I should probably have a will or trust. So I called Rick Gregorick. Now, the reason I called Rick Gregorick is because I've been listening to him on Cairo Radio on Sunday mornings, and the guy is an absolute expert. I sat down with him. I explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or charitable trust, real estate, taxes. It was so complicated. I was so glad I had Rick right there to walk me through the whole process. So be proactive. Take control of your life right now. Go meet with Rick Gregorick and schedule a compliment consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show like I do, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Schedule a meeting with my estate planner, Rick Gregory at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregory. All righty, we're back. Hey, so right before break, we were talking a little bit about, you know, powers of attorney and many of them that you'll pick up and certainly many of them that you'll grab off the Internet and around town. Um, they have clauses in them that says my agent does not have to produce an accounting. Now, this is just a really frustrating thing for us because most shenanigans 
are because of money. Okay, let's yeah. get right down to it. Most of it's money, and we need to deal with that. It is actually for the last couple of years now, it has been Washington state law that fiduciaries, trustees, agents, even agents under power of attorney must provide accountings to enumerated people within the plan if there's other kids, siblings, back to the incapacitated person themselves, um, lots of other things. But these are things we want to build into our plan. But not to get too far ahead of ourselves, uh, let's uh, see what Mark has to say in uh, Seattle. Uh, good morning, Mark. You're on your partner-in-law. What can we do for you? Yeah, my brothers and I uh, 10 years ago inherited a farm, and I'm looking for an attorney to do a partition by sale. Oh, and uh, that would be my department. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, and so 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 our so our listeners understand out there what a partition by sale is. Um, is is when you have uh, common owners and they they can't get along and you have to file a partition action. And there are two different types of partition. There's a partition where they sell the property, or there's a partition where they divide the property. So go ahead and go ahead and give us a little bit about your situation, so we can kind of understand your situation. Well, we've we've just we're just bickering about about the whole thing. There's a, there's a an income from it from the sale of hay which is really not very much but uh but this, this uh, is this is common common with partitions and partition so, so, how many owners are there there's four okay uh the farm's worth approximately oh three hundred to three hundred and fifty thousand uh then i'd like i'd like to get an attorney on contingency so, so, so typically, this would not be the type of case that would be handled on a contingency um, partition right. action. Is, it's, is it? it's it's just um, there's no cash at the other end. There's only property in the in yeah. the in the you know most things that are going to be um, where an attorney's going to take a um, case on um, contingency is usually where there's insurance behind it, or you know mm-hmm. a car accident where the payout would be insurance or medical malpractice, something where there's insurance. But here, where the 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 remedy is giving you a third of your property, where would the attorney get paid? Uh, because they get only paid out of the proceeds that would be coming in, so there wouldn't be nothing to make a contingent on other than the receipt of the property you're trying to get and so you wouldn't want to give up your property to the attorney for getting you your yeah. property which is kind of the circular weird thing of saying it right? yeah and what what you may want to do um is is actually enter into a type of agreement where instead of a contingency if you're concerned about you know whether or not you could afford to pay the legal fees up front is you could enter into a type of agreement where the attorney bills you but does not collect until the the property is sold and then at that point in time you would pay up basically but mark you know this is probably a good does not collect yeah so so you so so it just you get paid on the back end or you would pay on the back end when the property is is actually sold so mark this would probably be a really good uh case for you to maybe set an appointment with me and talk in detail about it um Partitions are, you know, they're kind of an involved process. Um, you know, basically you have to file the lawsuit, and if the parties are not able to agree on the sale of the house, then what the court will do is they will actually appoint a uh, typically an attorney 
that essentially serves as the the holder of the property, and then they they are the ones that are in charge of the property, and then the court supervises the entire process, like a receivership. It, it is, yeah, and it's they're essentially a special master, and what they do is they they sell the property, and there's there's this court supervision that goes all through it. Um, you know, oftentimes these partition actions can be resolved without having to actually go to court once you just get a couple of attorneys involved and it's significantly less expensive than having to go to Well, I was just going to say it was mentioned 3 $400,000 for the farm split four ways. Uh, boy, a significant, you know, partition sale action could erode a great deal of that money. I'm thinking it, a third of it. Yeah, you're going to have yeah. you're going to have the 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 partition action, you're going to have the cost of sale. Uh, you're going to have the real estate commissions. And then there's also, uh, we haven't talked about what the capital gains are that are built into the property as well, but that's another thing that's going to need to be contended with because it's inherited property and there was a step up in basis when it was inherited, but then it, the capital gains will be accumulating since then. So there's a, there's a lot of complexities here, and it would be really good to set an appointment. You can give us a call at our office. Uh, you'll hear the number on the yeah. air in our, in our advertisements, but I'll give you the number now. It's 425 284 Three four five zero. Maybe maybe set a teleconference with me, and we can kind of talk about the details. Yeah, it's a very okay, interesting. Three four five zero. Uh, correct. Got it. Two eight four okay. three four five zero. Okay. Hey, Mark. Thanks. That's a real interesting right. one. Not something we get every day, but it is uh, one of those things. But there's a lot of detail, I think, to be uncovered or understood before you launch into that particular mode, because yeah. you have to be real careful on uh, and, dollar figures and things like that. It can yeah. get very, very expensive in these situations. Yeah, and, I've, and, and you know, Mark, I know you're still out there, but I've I have dealt with several partition actions, so uh, we can chat about it. Yeah. Oh, they're they're actually very interesting. They are, they are interesting. interesting. <laughs> hey, folks, we'll get. Be taking more of your calls as the show goes on at 888-973-5476-888-973-5476. When we get back, let's talk a little bit about the duties and responsibilities of being a trustee and tie that into some of this fiduciary talk we've been talking about today and continue on our elder abuse. If you suspect elder abuse, please call 1-800-END-HARM. We'll be right back. always say the three worst words in the English language were shoulda, coulda, and woulda. So many people with retirement right around the corner or in the middle of it have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas facing them. They're not proactive. You didn't take care of the will. You didn't take care of the trust. They didn't do what was needed to do when it came to real estate and taxes. So right now, let's avoid the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and call Rick Gregorick. Rick Gregorick is my estate planner. I sat down with Rick, explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or a charitable trust, real estate or taxes. It is so complicated. You've got to rely on an expert like Rick, who is so kind and knowledgeable about all of it. So be proactive. Take control of your life now. You can schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregrick, my estate planner, yourpartnerinlaw.com. Retirement. What does it mean to you? 
Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? Could there be stormy seas ahead? Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregrick & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning. I am so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. Call today for your free consultation, 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. You can also sign up for a Partner in Law event. Just go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and find the elder law or estate planning course that's best for you. You can register for both events by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com, yourpartnerinlaw.com. Have you ever wondered what would happen to you or your loved ones or your business if you were incapacitated tomorrow or if you died prematurely? None of us plan on it, but not addressing these issues can be catastrophic to your finances, your family, and your business. Hi, this is attorney Rick Gregory, host of Your Partner in Law, right here on Cairo Radio every Sunday morning at 8. Elder or estate planning is necessary for all of us, regardless of our wealth or lack of wealth. So whether your estate is large or small, you simply must have a proper legal life plan in place to protect you, your loved ones, and your business. For your free estate or elder law planning consultation, give us a call today at 425-284-3450. At Gregorick & Associates, my staff and I will take the time necessary to understand your needs and recommend the best plan for you and your family. Call us today at 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450 or go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now back to Your Partner in Law. With Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Boom, boom. Welcome back to your partner-in-law. I'm attorney Rick Gregorick. Hey, give us a call at the office if you'd like to schedule um, any of your consultations for any of the work we do in estate and elder planning, real estate, family law, business. We kind of got people do all that fun stuff. So uh, love to meet you there. You can call the office at 425 284 Three four five zero. Easy enough to find us on the web at rjglegal.com or yourpartnerinlaw.com. That'll get you there, too. So today we've been kind of trying to create a little bit of elder awareness on some of the exploitations that happen, whether it's physical, financial, or whatever. We've kind of keyed in a lot on the financial because almost all of the other types of exploitation involve finances as well, and very often finances is one of those things that you know gives us that insight to what's happening. Might be those early warning signs, if you will will. And how do we build early warning signs into our planning? Well, first off, it says, well, we've got to do our planning and not wait till we're on the doorstep of incapacity. We've already had a stroke or we've had diagnosis of Alzheimer's. And this is when sometimes our children will come in thinking they're doing the right thing. Folks, thinking you're doing the right thing doesn't necessarily mean you are doing the right thing. When mom and dad start to have capacity issues, and you know There's sibling issues out there. And you know, please don't take self-help. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. So these are things where you need to get in. And the elder law area is a really interesting area of law because the client is the elder person, but they necessarily need assistance and help. So from the attorney role, it starts getting into some murky, muddy waters that we have to deal with in helping protect that senior. But 
really working with the family and how is that family dynamics going to play out as mom or dad's capacity continues to diminish and or cost of care, you know, start really, really rising and they can rise rapidly and give anybody kind of a really bad feeling of, wow, this money's not going to last long. And the fear of running out of money is right there up in, you know, at the top of things. And so, so some of the things that we design into our plans to avoid the potentials for the financial exploitation is we talked a little bit earlier about accountings. Okay, so that's a that's a form of transparency. So you you set up the plan, and then you make sure all of your children know what your plan is. Okay, and then you also have accountings. That's a that's a check and balance. So so you can see with the, all of this transparency, you've got these these mechanisms in place to make sure that all of your children know what's going on. The other thing that we have is let's say one of those accountings is off. Or let's say that there is concern, uh, lack of information. Maybe the accounting is not provided as it's supposed to be provided. So we have mechanisms in place, one of which is a trust protector. And a trust protector is a, oftentimes an attorney that is designated within your plan that has limited but significant powers to take a look at and address any of these concerns that may arise up to and including the removal of the individuals that are making your financial decisions if there looks like there is bad conduct or neglect or exploitation. I mean, any of those things, which would give, you know, another layer of protection. The other thing that we have in in our plans that we design into them is an ADR provision. What that stands for is alternative dispute resolution. Uh, there's just a reality. Family members are going to potentially have disputes, especially if for years they have had disputes. Your your kids, if they were fighting when they were teenagers, they were fighting even before they were teenagers. Okay, That does not change. And if anything, it is exacerbated when you as, as a parent begin to lose your capacity because – you have all of this years of conflict between these siblings, number one, and then you have the emotion. And this, it, and this is when they're related, Scott, when this is brother when and related. sister related parties. It, Half of what we have to deal with pretty much, though, is also blended families, well, which heightens this dramatically. And I was actually going to segue into that. It's just but, crazy. And, and so we've been talking with the scenario, the three children scenario that I was providing today, which, you know, doesn't matter how many kids you have. You've got two, three, four, it doesn't matter. The other situation is, is okay, step-sibling versus step-sibling and step-child versus step-parent. All of these rules also apply to that situation. If you're, you're in a second relationship, you have children, your spouse has children, it heightens the need for estate planning. It heightens the need for transparency because – and this is reality, guys. And again, I'm, I'm just saying what it is. If you're wanting your – state to go to your children, you must do planning because I cannot tell you how many times I have sat across the table from children with a deceased parent complaining about how the spouse, uh, the step parent, now has all of their deceased parents' assets and they're going to keep them. 
And that is not what mom and dad intended. That is not what mom and dad said was going to occur, but yet it has. Well, this is again... have to do planning. And we got to go back to mom and dad here. They have some responsibility here. If you are in a blended family relationship and you do not have a plan, you are in essence more likely than not simply disinheriting your children. One of you will be disinheriting your children. And, you know, because, if, you know, everything, if you don't have a plan, everything's going to go to your new, new second spouse. And whether they decide to share something with your children when they die is completely and, up to them. And there's almost nothing you can do. And, and if you want to take a look at what happens in these types of cases, run the Casey Kasem estate on your Internet browser and read the articles on that. Because you, you've even had uh, the, the daughter. Uh, oh, we've had an Carrie on a number of times. Carrie yeah, and, and talked to her. And, but you know, that is that, you know, high profile case involving stepchild and second spouse or i don't know how which spouse it was but uh, it was like the third or but, something but, but, subsequent but spouse. later but 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 yeah, subsequent subsequent spouse late life and and that is the type of thing that really does happen and that's the type of exp- you know. okay we're gonna have to take our last break here and uh we'll be right back after this short crass commercial break Sometimes big events in your life all of a sudden cause you to wake up and realize you should start planning for the future. I lost my dad a little over a year ago to cancer, and I remember thinking to myself, I should probably have a will or trust. So I called Rick Gregorick. Now, the reason I called Rick Gregorick is because I've been listening to him on Cairo Radio on Sunday mornings, and the guy is an absolute expert. I sat down with him. I explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or charitable trust, real estate, taxes. It was so complicated. I was so glad I had Rick right there to walk me through the whole process. So be proactive. Take control of your life right now. Go meet with Rick Gregorick and schedule a compliment consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show like I do, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Schedule a meeting with my estate planner, Rick Gregory at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. A lot of people with near or over a million dollars in assets will mistakenly pay more in taxes in a long-term care situation than what it would have cost them to set up an insurance plan to pay for the care needed. Due to recent changes in the Pension Protection Act, these new asset-based plans guarantee a tax-free benefit for long-term care and pay your estate back with interest if you never use it. But more importantly, it's about having a plan. All your children have to do is carry out your wishes, and you're not a burden on them. That's why I love the advice my wife and I got from Brian Ott and 525 Advisors. Brian has an asset-based class coming up Monday, May 20th in Bellevue. This class is aimed at individuals and couples who have accumulated close Close to or more than a million dollars in assets and may be considering self-funding their long-term care costs in the future? Learn why that's not the best idea. Seating will be limited for this special asset-based class on the 20th in Bellevue. Reserve your spot, 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Have you ever wondered what would happen to you or your loved ones or your business if you were incapacitated tomorrow or if you died prematurely? None of us plan on it, but not addressing these issues can be catastrophic to your financial finances, your family, and your business. Hi, this is attorney Rick Gregory, host of your partner-in-law, right here on Cairo Radio every Sunday morning at 8. Elder or estate planning is necessary for all of us, regardless of our wealth or lack of wealth. So whether your estate is large or small, you simply must have a proper legal life plan in place to protect you, your loved ones, and your business. 
For your free estate or elder law planning consultation, give us a call today at 425-284-3450. At Gregor & Associates, my staff and I will take the time necessary to understand your needs and recommend the best plan for you and your family. Call us today at 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450 or go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick. Indeed it is, Rick Gregorick. Your partner in law, right here on Cairo KTTH every Sunday morning. Hey, I'm really, really trying to create an awareness and a little bit of discussion on, you know, kind of elder abuse out there. I know it's nothing that we want to talk about very much, but it's one of those things that you simply must. Um, we oftentimes try to avoid a lot of these difficult subjects, whether it's child abuse, spousal abuse, elder abuse. I mean, we got way, way too much of this going on in society, and uh, especially to those who are most vulnerable. And um, it's part of our Elder Law Awareness Month. Um, if you do suspect any, just suspect it, folks. You don't have to guarantee it. You don't have to know it for sure. But does it look, is there something not right? Go ahead and, you know, call that in. If you want to call us and talk about it, call us at the office. We'll chat you through with it. Yeah, tell you what you might want to do and your reporting, you know, requirement. You know, it's not required that you report things unless you're certain categories of people. Reporter, yeah. But for, you know, average citizens out there, if you see something, it might be even a grocery store, you might see something. 1-800-END-HARM. You've all got your cell phones. It's an anonymous call. Please, you know. Take advantage of these. It's going to save people's lives and save their money and all kinds of other things that are really deleterious to our overall well-being as a society. And then as a as a concerned either family member or friend or neighbor, you know, aside from, you know, contacting Adult Protective Services, that's one option. Um, and oftentimes that's the starting point in financial exploitation abuse type of cases. Uh, the other options out there, there's there's guardianship for uh, individuals that do not have a plan or don't have an appropriate plan or have the wrong person in charge. So there's guardianship as one. There is also a, a set of statutes within Washington where you can go in and, and challenge the conduct of a power of attorney. So we have an entire uh, process for dealing with powers of attorney and removal of uh, attorneys, in fact, demands for accounting for attorneys, in fact. And then there's also what we call a vulnerable adult protection order, which is a really good uh, process action here where you can you know, go into the court, you can get um, a number of different types of restraints, including uh, financial restraints. Also, uh, accountings can be ordered in a vulnerable adult protection order. Yeah, the, yeah, this vulnerable adult protection order, a.k.a. a VAPO, as we call yeah, them, a little bit broader than a typical, um, you know, um, injunction or... Yeah, it's a little... Uh, so there's... It's a little do bit not broader than a, than, than a um, uh, restraining order restraining that order. we have. Yeah, because we have, we have no contact order, anti-harassment order, and uh, we've got a couple of different ones. I can't yeah, remember what good, the rest of them the, are. But the, VAPO but the VAPO really gives us a lot more tools to work with within that confine it, for the senior. Yeah, it is, it is designed to protect vulnerable adults, hence the name of the... The, the petition itself and the, the name of the order. Um, but it, it, is, it is a good set of statutes. Um, 
again, there's there are options when people are being exploited, whether they're being exploited by family members, they're being potentially exploited. We haven't even talked about the the, the overseas exploiters, which are becoming more and more common, where you're getting the call from Jamaica, send me money. And, and you know, you, you think it's, you know, really, do people do this? I've had several cases. In fact, I've even had cases where I, I've represented a wife whose husband was giving away all of their money to these these people that were contacting the family from, you know, Jamaica or Africa. I don't even remember where necessarily the calls were coming from. But, you know, these these cases are real. And and it's it's you know really really can be very very financially damning and damaging. I mean we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars sometimes. Well, it happens overnight. Taken. You know that, that happens is what rapid. happens. I mean you know rapid. if we don't keep an eye on these things that you know uh, many years ago when um, Rob McKenna was the attorney general, we did some seminars together and things like that. And at one one time he was talking about. Um, Something to the effect on, you know, when these exploiters kind of come in, it's kind of like the kid looking at that cookie jar. See, I wonder if mom would notice if I took a cookie. So it's the snoodle approach. Let's take one. Yes, let's I've take seen one. This a lot. Let's take one cookie now, and then kind of look around, and maybe come back tomorrow. And gee, nobody said anything about the cookie. And all of a sudden, you know, maybe I'll take a couple cookies this time. Yep. And it's this little nibble approach to see, well, how far can I get? Well, it's, you know, you're not going to nibble too long. Just think your little puppy at home or whatever is going to nibble, and pretty soon it's going to go. Oh, the heck with it! I'm taking it all. I'm going to eat this whole jar of cookies. And this seems to be, you know. Kind of a pattern when we get into senior abuse. There's that little nibble. It's you know maybe you said earlier maybe mom and dad have been you know taking out three thousand dollars a month to pay their bills. Well, let's take an extra thousand this month and, and see what does someone notice that extra thousand. Well, maybe next month it's twenty five hundred and then five thousand and now I've now they become emboldened. And they sit there and say, what the heck? I'm just going to transfer all the money into this new account that's just in my name. And then, and then oftentimes that, that, that child, because you know, we see it with children especially, but that child, they don't have a, a sense of what money really is. And, and when you put the numbers in front of they'll be like, yeah, I took a little bit, but I, I didn't take that much. And then you, you give them two years of records and you show that they've actually taken $150,000 over two years. They're like, wow, that much. No, I didn't take that much, you know. And so, so it's just this pattern and all of these 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 bad conducts that people do, and and you just you need to have appropriate estate planning in place. You need to have the right people in place. You need to have the checks and balances. What we were talking about earlier, having that trust protector, having that ADR provision, having the accounting, having the transparency leading up to the time when you do. Uh, you know, succumb got, to, to capacity issues. People, like we said, you've got to do your estate planning, folks. But then, you you know, one of the things is it's a process, not an event. When you do your estate planning, you have to sit up and say, okay, well, how often am I going to review it? Well, you should have a self-review every year. But if you lose your capacity, someone else is going to have to do that with and for you. And setting that up, maybe having pre-set up meetings with your attorney, if everything's going well, every two, three years, perhaps, in watching that. But, you know, keeping your documents up to date, talking to people about it. I, I love talking to my clients about, you know, tell me about your son, tell me about your daughter in these types of situations, because even when we get to know them, it kind of helps in those things. We don't have too many of our clients who we know who they are, the, the son and daughter been in our office, been participating in mom's planning. Those are rarely the exploiters. So we need to just keep so, an eye on that. So if you, if you like what you hear, 
initial consultations. You can contact us at the office. Uh, we do have complimentary initial consultations for estate planning. 425-284-3450. All righty. And yourpartnerinlaw.com gets you all your information, podcast on the show and everything. And this is where we give a shout out to our Mariners. We're going to kick over Cairo to Sports Mania here. Mariners in Cleveland today. Go Mariners. Thanks for listening to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick. Event Info newsletters and Your Partner in Law podcast can all be found at yourpartnerinlaw.com. To schedule an appointment with Rick Gregorick, call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. For more information on the show or to sign up for a free Partner in Law event, visit yourpartnerinlaw.com. Tune in next Sunday morning at 9 to Your Partner in Law with your host, Rick Gregorick. Simulcast on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Thank you.